Capricorn, hello. Welcome to Cancer Season. Tuning in with your charts, I am really impressed by the really palpable sensation of a new chapter beginning for you. And really, it feels like a kind of synthesis of a becoming or an emerging that has been developing now for a long time. And over the course of the last many years, there have been multiple losses, I want to say, and it feels like disillusionments and the way that that word is used is often in the negative sense, like, oh my gosh, I feel so disillusioned. Um, which is kind of funny because when you think about it, to be disillusioned is to come out of an illusion and to have a little more access to reality. Now in your chart, what is remarkable to me is the transfiguration or the transformation of so-called reality, the quote unquote reality. And of course, with something like eight or nine billion people, on the planet, we have um, eight or nine billion versions of a human reality, and then an infinite uh, amount of non-human, more than human realities uh, to consider. And so reality is certainly subjective. And one of the ways that Capricorn is often described is as a very, quote unquote, realistic. But the reality of the Capricorn sensibility um, is not necessarily the truth, you know, with capital T's. Um, it's not necessarily the complete reality. And part of what I'm feeling in your chart is the way that you have moved through layers of your own perceptive reality that I want to say have kept you mm, not quite always accessing your own creativity or the strength of your own spirit or the truth of your own heart in favor of what you may have felt as quote unquote more realistic. And so the Capricorn sensibility towards responsibility and time and commitment and uh, maturation or maturity, a uh, an upholding in some ways of certain societal standards around um, success, ambition, respectability, uh, adultness, etc. And what I'm feeling for you in your chart is that you are just rapidly letting go of a lot of those layers. And what is emerging is this playful sense of your own spirit and potentiality. And as we move into cancer season, it feels like there are a, a couple of deep layers that are really ready to shed. And these layers feel very close to your heart. They feel very close to your mind. And therefore, they are layers that influence everything in your version of reality. Because the ways that we perceive reality, of course, have so much to do with how we're seeing 
how we're perceiving, where we're coming from. And that's not to say that we can change our circumstances and conditions by changing our perspective. But when we change our perspective, the circumstances and conditions that we are inside of may present us with different opportunities or different ways of relating with them. And that's what it feels like is happening for you. Over the course of cancer season, there is a growing, increasing um, kind of ferocity, I want to say. It feels like a protectiveness over this emerging sense of self. And I, I used the words before like innocence and creativity, and it feels like there's this playfulness that's wanting to come out in you. And so over the course of the next several months, um, you have to tend this and protect it in some ways. And that doesn't mean keep it uh, secret or hidden or don't let other people access it or fight other people about it or anything like that. But it does feel like what is emerging for you is fresh and it is new and therefore it is um, kind of, I'm not going to say like easily changeable, but, but impressionable. And so who and how and where and when you share uh, these new ways of being or these new perspectives, it's important for you to have discernment. Um, you're still kind of getting your sea legs, so to speak. It's like you're still getting used to these ways of being. And th they need they need a kind of careful tending and um, and protection right now. And it feels like sacred space. It feels like whatever is coming forward in you is not necessarily ready to be shared with everybody and in the world in very explicit ways. But you in your own being are so remarkably changing that it will already be shared by the, the truth of who you are and how you express yourself and especially how you come into relationships. The first couple of days of cancer season from the solstice on June 21st until the first quarter moon um, around the 26th, 27th of June have this really remarkable kind of new energy, uh, new beginnings coming in. It feels like this is a period of time in which you are remarking on what is changing and, and there's a busyness in your charts uh, during this time. And this busyness feels like you are putting new ways of being into place. And some of you may be very busy in your mundane realities of day-to-day of -day life. And there may be a fair amount of uh, things for you to pay attention to. It feels like your mind is quite active during this time and there may be a lot that you are juggling. And underneath all the busyness, I really want to encourage you to feel in and sense into the difference in the ways that you are relating in general to your life, to others, in the world, and with yourself. There is something really different going on, and it feels like you're walking out of the house differently. It feels like the first step that you're taking into situations now has a different kind of attitude in that step. And so again, you don't need to be didactic or forceful or even necessarily explicit with other people. You don't need to tell them, I'm different now. We feel it in you. And this is a, a period of time where you feel it in you 
and the pieces of your life are rearranging in certain ways. You're doing them differently. And so then your life is starting to uh, resonate differently. People are talking to you differently. You can have um, different kinds of experiences. As we move into July, the last couple of days of June moving into July, this is a very um, deep internal and subjective time in the collective sphere. This is a period of time in which a lot of people, I think, are being called to uh, kind of release certain ideas or notions that they have been upholding and feel, um, it's like, People feel compelled to be different. Emotions uh, in the inner body are very palpable during this time. And the, the feeling state <laughs> that we are in uh, is demanding a particular kind of recognition. And I want to say that there's a sensation here of really looking for freedom and a loosening of the bonds or a loosening uh, of the, the kind of rigidity or, or structural containment that we may be really used to. And so in the loosening of things, it can feel like wobbly and unknown and kind of um, like, like we're being impressed upon um, with the, the strength of a, a kind of emotional sensation. Now in your chart, what is coming up is a really different attitude towards relationships. And I want to say that in particular, there's the one-on-one -on -one dyadic form of relationships. And in specific, there are the relationships of great importance. And so here we're thinking about your um, partners of all kinds, uh, your collaborators, and also maybe, you know, what we would call your antagonists or even your enemies. Um, how have you in the past related to the one-on-one -on -one space with other individuals? Um, again, just to draw on some of the cliche stereotypes of Capricorn, and as always, take what works and leave the rest. But if you're Capricorn identified, then certainly you've heard these kinds of notions before. Um, you know, that, that Capricorn as an energy can have a lot of fidelity to notions that are more traditional, potentially more conservative. There may be an orientation towards relationship that is really anchored in some kind of sense of a quote-unquote traditional way of being in relationship. And tradition, um, it's, you know, it's what's your tradition? You know, what's the tradition of your family? What is the tradition of your personal biography? Um, here we're thinking about the past. We're thinking about the ways that you have done things before and the ways that things have been modeled to you to do by the figures who are in positions that can model to you, right? parental figures, authority figures, um, society as a whole, and whatever cultures you know you grew up in or feel a sense of belonging to, give you models for what your relationships you know should look like or something like that. Now, some of those notions are landing for you and they are real. You know, they they really resonate for you in terms of who you are and what you want. And some of those notions are myth. They are uh, prescripted 
um, rules, right, that have been put on you and you have internalized them as a kind of fact and now you are recognizing that. You're recognizing the ways that you have uh, kind of just been in lockstep, right, with, with what you were given. And again, this could be by family, it could be by uh, kind of deeper like societal or, or cultural lineage, um, as well as your own biography you know, the entrainment of your past experiences because they have built their own patterns and habits. As we move into July, you just can't do it anymore. You're done. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't stick, right? You, you, you go into relationships and it's like the automatic ways that you usually orient towards people, they just don't fit to such a a gross degree that it's laughable. It's like, oh my God, this is how I was, but this is, the was is underscored a million times. This is not how I am anymore. And so there's a feeling here of really looking for what is the new way of being. And how do I bring myself in authenticity into my relationships in ways that are actually um, going to, to serve and nourish this new emerging energy inside of me. And you are looking for a sense of safety with other people that I don't know if you have experienced before. And this sense of safety is perhaps something that you are in the process of cultivating um, potentially on your own, in your own orientation and idea of what relationship could be, and potentially for some of you with others. And I want to be clear here that these others don't necessarily have to be romantic others. Uh, they can definitely be friends and chosen family. They can definitely be colleagues or creative collaborators, but there's a sense of uh, a kind of attunement and awareness in your own inner body as you move into meetings with your one-on-one -on -one, uh, relationships. And in those meetings, you have a greater degree of sensitivity. Um, you know how you want and need to be in order for you to feel in alignment and integrity with your own energy. And if somebody can meet you there, then beautiful. It's like we have a wonderful meeting and there's actually so much availability that you have for intimacy. But if someone can't meet you there, you have clearer boundaries and it feels like you have a clearer sense of self-knowing. And so you can let go of maybe some kind of less evolved Capricorn instinct to control other people and turn them into what it is that you want them to be. Instead, you can just, oh, okay, not for me. Uh, let's move on. But also in the way that you do that, there can can be um, a different kind of sensitivity as well. So it's not just a wall or a barrier, but there is an invitation uh, for others to meet you there without a concession, you know, of, of your own energy. It's like you can invite them to meet you there. And if they don't, it's okay. It doesn't need to be a hard boundary, like a yes or a no. There's more kind of comfort in the maybe, but I want to say that there's also more of a sense of um, you know what it is that you're trying to cultivate and what it is that you're trying to nurture. 
Now this is bringing us to the Capricorn full moon. So we have a full moon in your sign on July 3rd. This is a powerful full moon for you, of course, because it is resonating in your sign and it is highlighting your uh, opposing axis with Cancer. And so again, big, big full moon for relationship themes. I want to say that this uh, that this full moon again is kind of highlighting the process of history and time and it feels like you have a lot of capacity here to reflect on what was and what is changing now and in that a sense of what could be. Um, on July 2nd, so the day before the full moon, Embodied Astrology will offer a a workshop with Bridget Hickey, who is a dear member of our community and has been part of many of our workshops and tea times. And Bridget is an artist and a poet and a healer. Um, they are a conduit and a channel. They do a lot of work in the subtle and the spirit realms. They are a Capricorn rising person. I think you might find some places of resonance with them as well. And on July 2nd, they're going to be offering um, a, a, a really sweet workshop space with a title you might appreciate called The Architectures of Protection. And in this workshop space, they're going to be inviting us into a deeper connection with the elements of earth and water, with the uh, embodied uh, resonance of the Cancer Capricorn axis of our bones and also the fluid and the living tissues inside of the bones. And as we tune in with our bodies and then as we tune in with water, we're going to be working with um, our own kind of stories and narratives and writing processes. Bridget is inviting us to feel into invisible intimacies and support that we can access in our own spiritual and subtle bodies to change the narrative and to also work with the histories and the, the uh, lineages that move through us uh, in the directions of healing. This feels like it could be a really supportive space for you, especially in the realms of your relationships and opening to the intimacy that I think that you are actually ready for in a really new and exciting way. And this kind of intimacy, which I think is going to be a very palpable um, kind of clear sense of knowing what it is that you want as, as we move further into Cancer and then into Leo season, um, this kind of intimacy absolutely needs to begin with your intimacy with yourself and with all that is contained within your notion of self, which includes your guides, your guardians, your ancestors, your subtle body, your higher self, etc. And so again, we have a feeling of the Capricorn archetype that can be very, in some ways, obsessed with the material world, with the sense of, you know, this is my ambition, and this is my life, and this is who I am, and this is who I need to be, softening and dissolving a little bit. And you feeling a more complete sense of who you are as timeless, as liminal, as an energetic being who is sensitive and who really wants a particular kind of meeting and intimacy with others. Um, as we move out of that full moon, I would say for the week after the full moon and, and certainly about the week leading up to it, um, it's such a 
it's such an internal, emotional, subjective feeling time. And even if you're busy, and I think a lot of you are, um, you know, you got some things to do right now and you're trying to figure out how to do things well and in new ways. And um, there's, there's significant kind of mental reorganization that Capricorn is doing uh, at the moment. But even in whatever amount of busyness you may have in the outer world, your focus is actually very internal in some ways. And even as much as you might be in relationship or navigating relationship or thinking about it, your focus feels a very internal. It feels like you are in this, uh, this space of kind of gooey, <laughs> formless becoming. And, and any practices that can help you again, access that more liminal or spiritual uh, intimacy like in Bridget's workshop will be, um, I think, so supportive for you. Now, during this time as well, there is an increasing need for you to have discipline around what you are wanting to build and to form. And so even though it's kind of an internal, subjective, uh, gooey time, there is also a need for you to be focused and concentrated and for you to use this heightened awareness of your subjective inner sense uh, to enhance your subtle connections and not rush. Okay, so your process needs time. Um, if you have new relationships or new connections forming, don't rush them. Allow them to emerge. If you have new notions of yourself and the ways that you want to be in the world, again, there's this feeling of a kind of protection around what is coming through for you. You have to trust that the ways that you are feeling and moving differently in the world will result in changes. You don't need to move towards these changes from the force of your mind. You don't need to try and make anything happen. If you can stay really attuned with what is already happening in you, your relationships will change. You'll have the different opportunities coming your way, those different knocks on the door. Okay, so stay true to what you feel like is, is blooming and emerging um, through you. Now, the last couple of days of cancer season uh, kind of revolve around the cancer new moon on July 17th. This is a new moon to definitely pay attention to. It feels like it is a really emotional new moon. Um, it's a new moon that affects us very deeply on the collective level. I wanna say that this is a new moon to really direct our energy towards uh, creativity and um, working in dynamic ways with the flow of life, which includes loss and grief. And it also includes love and connection. This is not a period of time to get into conflict. Or, or what I should say is if conflict emerges during this period, sense into the conflict as a route towards healing. Don't polarize inside of this conflict. Um, especially for you around the relational level, around power dynamics, um, around money, shared resources, shared energy. Um, this is a time for you to really rise to the potential of your own spirit and what you feel 
like you are trying to become. And I want to say that your dignity is really important right now. You want to be in alignment with your inner sense of creative dignity. Um, don't get pulled into ego battles. Please, Capricorn, avoid them. This is a period of time that is so awesome for you to be creative in. I really cannot recommend it enough. Um, if you have stuff coming up for you, if there's stuff that's happening in a relationship, if you're pissed off about something, if you feel intense about something, if you're having some big feelings, write a poem, make some art, go and dance, listen to music, um, be in a garden. What helps you feel creative? What gets you connected to life force and creativity itself? Um, in Cancer season, we have two workshops and uh, they are with the, the lunations this month. So I told you about the full moon workshop with Bridget. And on the new moon, um, there's a really beautiful workshop being offered by another EA community member, Jules Esquinka. I'm not saying her name right. Julene Esquinka. Um, and this is a workshop that is going to be calling towards the creative essence of the Mayan mother goddess Ixchel. Um, Jules will be introducing us to some archetypal images of lunar goddesses, goddesses of creativity, fertility, transformation, also goddesses of grieving and dying, goddesses of the, the portals, right, the entryways into the corporeal form and material realms. And then through these invitations, we're going to be working with our own moon signs and writing love letters to ourselves. Um, so this is a beautiful workshop to learn a little bit about lunar astrology, to connect beyond the uh, Western archetypal frameworks and uh, potentially learn something new. Let, uh, if you're like me and you don't know much about uh, Mayan cosmology or deities, I'm really excited to learn from Jules. Um, this is also going to be a bilingual workshop for Spanish speakers out there, those of you who might be interested in learning a little bit more Spanish. Um, Jules is a really fun person, a uh, great kind of synthesizer of many different um, forms and methods. And I feel excited for this opportunity to just tune in with some creative practice and some poetry. And if a creative practice, a poetic practice, feels like it could be helpful for you around this time, please check it out. Wherever you find it, find an opportunity to express yourself creatively, especially around the last couple of days of cancer season. And as we move into Leo season, please, please, please find an opportunity to express yourself creatively. It will really help you at this time, I think, orient towards what is wanting to emerge through you in ways that are truly um, caring for that energy, right? And working with it in ways that allow it to emerge and manifest um, on its own terms, right? Not trying to control it, not trying to predict it, not trying to force anything. Creative expression is the key for you uh, right now. 
Now, embodied astrology is an excellent place to come be creative and to enter into the astrological frameworks through creative praxis. Uh, EA is not a traditional astrology space in the sense that we play with methods rather than follow the rules of them. And this is uh, in many ways a communal space where we're practicing interpreting and applying and synthesizing astrology with other forms. And over the course of uh, the next couple of months, all of the EA workshops are uh, really steeped in a kind of creative exploration. Bridget's workshop, Jules' workshop, and then coming up in Leo season, we actually have a series of four workshops over the course of Leo season with Gabs Tosi, who is another dear member of our community and an amazing photographer and storyteller. And Gabs is going to invite us to learn more about some really important placements in our charts called the cardinal angles. This is your rising sign or your rising degree, uh, but also the other three signs that correspond with your ascendant, with the rising sign. These points in the chart are fundamental. They are just as important as any planetary placement. And to really understand how your own chart works, you definitely need to understand the cardinal angles. Um, Gab's workshop series is going to be a really fun way to learn about the cardinal angles because we're going to do it through self-portraiture and photography and creative inner exploration. I am so excited for these workshops. I feel like I am just able to kind of delight in the synthesis of astrology with creative practice. And again, Capricorn, it is time for you to not be serious, business-minded, ambition-focused. It is time for you to play to be creative, to kind of rest into what spontaneously wants to emerge in you. And I don't know about you, but I often feel that when somebody else holds a container for me, I can access parts of my own creativity that are just different than when I have to create my own container. I'm not saying one is better or worse, but there is something about working with other people's prompts and holding for me to realize my own messages. And in a lot of ways, I feel like this is what is coming through your chart right now, that you are looking for the kinds of relationships that can hold you in your creative emergence. So a great way to practice that is to come to Embodied Astrology Workshops. You can also hang out with me every Monday in the somatic space. That is a great way to explore the creative embodiment of astrology. We just play with the upcoming week's influences. We feel it in our bodies. We do meditation and movement practices, and we apply it a little bit to our charts just as inspiration to feel and live into. EA has a lot that's going on. We've got memberships, we've got study groups. You can learn more about all these offerings and workshops at embodiedastrology.com. I want to thank you for listening. Capricorn, I'm wishing you all the best in cancer season and beyond. Lots of love. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly embodied astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. 
Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.